This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Steve Olsher hanging out with you in Club Pod. And we're going to have a lot of fun here today talking We Are Podcast, how to make real money from your podcast. Super excited to be joined by an all-star panel of folks today, including Ronsley Vaz, my buddy himself from the other side of the globe, James Whitaker from the other side of the globe, Faith from, well, Faith Williamson, let me give you her whole name here, hanging out with us from this side of the globe, and uh, Holly Shannon, where are you in the world? I'm in Washington, D.C. All right, this side of the globe. Capital. All right, so we got we, we, we got it surrounded. It's just like in golf when you hit that green trying to get in the hole there. We got it all surrounded. James, let me uh, let me give you the opportunity, man, to to come on and uh, and share what is going on. And Ronsley, of course, as well. Uh, we will we will give you guys the opportunity to come up here and uh, and ask some questions. And the theme of the day, as I said, is how to make real money from your podcast. And so hanging out here in Club Pod, we go live fairly often here. So definitely join us in Clubhouse. Love to hang out with you here. All right. So James, let me uh, let me kick it over to you first, man. First of all, can you, uh, let's do this. G- give us an intro and Holly and then Ronsley and then Faith. Let's let's get some intros going just so folks know who you are. And then let's, uh, let's, let's dive into things. Thanks, Steve, and thanks for hosting us today. So my name's James Whitaker from Australia originally. I spent the first 28 years of my life in Australia, and now I live in LA and California. So I've been in, in the US for the last nine years and California for the last eight years. So this is a, a good part of the, of the world. I really enjoy it here. I have a podcast called Win the Day with James Whitaker, but how I initially got into podcasting is a bit different to Ron's. I actually started off by being a guest on a whole bunch of different shows through promotion that I was doing for book projects and businesses and a whole bunch of other different things. So Rons and I also have a uh, podcast business called We Are Podcast, as well as a membership community called We Are Members, where we help podcasters make money from their show. Because at the end of the day, people start a podcast because they're passionate about a topic and they're passionate about a transformation that occurs for an audience that they love. And at the end of the day, if they're not able to create a pathway to monetize it, then eventually they're going to resent the very thing that they started in the first place. And that's a big, big problem. So that's why we talk about helping people make money from their podcast. It's so you can sustain your passion and then help make that transformation for a whole bunch of people around the world. Absolutely. Love that. All right, let's kick it over to Holly. And, and, and by the way, Ron's just real quick here. Can I now call you Ron's? Can I call you Ron's moving forward? Is that cool? Yeah, you can call me what you want, Steve. <laughs> I just want to double check. Holly, quick intro. You could call me Ron's too. I, I can call you Ron's too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a tough act to follow after James. Um, I started a podcast called Culture Factor 2.0. Uh, it's conversations from the C-suite and emerging leadership um, talking about company culture which has turned out to be an extremely relevant topic in our fragmented, fully remote world uh, during COVID. So uh, that is one of the things that I do. Um, I also recently wrote the book Zero to Podcast for aspiring podcasters um, or anybody in the process or to share it with somebody. Um, So I'm working 
working on that as well. And um, I have fallen deeply in love with Clubhouse and I'm really enjoying um, actually working with, uh, again, aspiring um, podcasters that are really trying to refine what their show is going to be about and look at their audience and what their long-term vision is, which brings us into how to make real money. Thank you, Steve Ulsher, for uh, ushering in that. And um, yeah, so that's it. That's me. Yeah. Very, very cool. And uh, what a great name of a book, by the way. And um, th- is that is, is that found where all books are typically sold? Or how, how, do, how do people get a hold of that one? Um, yes, that is on Amazon. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, um, you can email me there. I'd love to send you a link to it and uh, help you grow your new budding show. There you go. Okay, Ron's. <laughs> Now I'm going to call you Rons from this point out, which I love. Uh, Rons, my man, what is going on, dude? Introduce yourself for those who don't know you, and um, and then we'll kick, go, kick it over to Faith. Hey, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I, um, <laughs> I'm i best known for having famous friends. These are all the people that I hear on stage who do some amazing work. I love voice. I love hearing voice. I love people that use their voice for the first time. I love being part of conversations where uh, there's disagreement and, and we can uh, talk our way through. That's why I love Clubhouse. Um, and you know what? With Clubhouse, uh, it's suddenly become, and with Clubhouse and 2020 as well, I, su- I suppose everything has become more accessible. Uh, everything is so much more different to what it was, obviously. and keeps continuing to change. And one of the things that is obviously evident from um, being here on Clubhouse, being in rooms and having conversations is that, you know, conversation uh, is so important and uh, representation is so important, diversity is so important, being allowed to, you know, uh, see someone or hear someone for who they are. Voice doesn't lie. Uh, and and I'm just excited uh I'm excited to do this. Like this is this is so cool. Uh, I'm 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 super happy to to be part of this whole. Yeah, awesome, awesome. All right, well, you moved yourself right out at the, the end there, but I think I knew where you were going with that one. Faith, quick intro, and uh, and then looks like Anna and Brian, uh, Byron, sorry, and Brandon have joined us here up on stage as well. Uh, and, and by the way, let me just say this, James and uh, Ronsley, just because you know who the crew is that you invited. I'll let you guys since you are now moderators. Uh, go ahead and, and assign moderator status to anyone that you uh, want to assign moderator status to as well. Okay, uh, f- well, let's go to Faith. How you doing, Faith? I'm doing great, Steve. Thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, my name is Faith Williamson. For those who don't know, uh, I'm the host of Your Little Big Sis podcast. Uh, I just bring awareness and uh, connectivity for people, uh, part of the 61% population that feel lonely and depressed in the world, which is over 246 million people. Um, And that's just diagnosed or undiagnosed. So that's what I do. I continue to just grow larger and bigger day by day. And it seems like bringing awareness seems to be the, uh, seems to be the key. So I, that's who I am and I'm just here to help. And Faith is also known as at podcast, which is how we met because she is at podcast. That's her handle here on Clubhouse. When I was searching, I was like, I need a handle. I'm going to see if there's anything on podcasting. And of course, that one was taken. So I was able to grab at podcast or on an S on the end of it. And of course, the first thing that I did after I got set up here on Clubhouse was like, okay, who was the smart person that grabbed at podcast? Well, that's Faith. And so I was like, oh my God, I got to connect with this 
super smart person, and uh, and and we have become fast friends ever since. So very very cool. And if you're not following at podcast or at podcasts, that would be Faith and me respectively. So there you go, Anna. What's going on? Hello, friends. Um, don't don't you dare call me Rons. I will be <laughs> offended to no end. Um, hi, my name is Anna Vicino, and I am a, a comic and a podcaster and uh, a voice talent. And so, and I'm friends with Ron's because he says he likes all those things. And so, you know, I, I earned my way in, I guess. And um, I host, I, well, I started podcasting back in 2007, mm. back when I had to update XML code in order for it to sync up with iTunes before there were lovely plugins, et cetera, ad nauseum. And uh, I've been a voice talent forever. I'm, I, I, I'm one of the voices of the NBC network, so you can hear me promoing shows, but I uh, also podcast on the Fitness Confidential podcast. Uh, I have found many ways to monetize podcasts, and uh, I've also left a lot of money on the table, and so I'm sure we'll be talking about that, but I'm very eager to discuss this topic because I have, I feel like I've made good money. I also feel like I've, like I said, left money on the table and, and that was wise for me in my heart of hearts, but uh, I'm always excited to talk and, and collaborate and corroborate and all that good stuff. All the good C words. Nice. I love you guys. You too. Good having you here, Byron Dempsey. Let's give uh, let's give Byron the opportunity to say hello, and uh, and then I'll, I'll have a question for the panel here after Brandon, and then of course James and uh, Ron's as well. I know you guys want to steer some stuff and, and and put this in a direction here with questions as well. So feel free. Let's uh, let's hear from Byron. Hey guys, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited about this room. And real quick, I'm actually podcast AUS. So I couldn't get podcasts, couldn't get podcasts. So I got the at podcast AUS. There you go. Quick on the dead, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was so fast, so fast. Um, But yes, I have a podcast called Driven Young, which is dedicated to educating and inspiring the younger generation with practical life skills we don't learn in school. Um, Kind of 14 to 22 year olds. That's my demographic. And um, yeah, I'm really heavy uh, getting into starting to make money through the podcast and through TikTok. Um, and social media. Got a few deals on the works, but I haven't actually signed any yet. So I'm really excited to learn from you guys to see what the best practice will be. Oh, that's awesome. And Brandon, Brandon T. Adams. What's up, my man? Yo, what's up, Steve? Hey, uh, thank you for having me here. Always an honor. I started podcasting, I was looking here almost exactly six years ago, started in 2015. And, and I utilized podcasting to build connections, to build out my own events. And then podcasting for me actually led to doing my own TV shows. So I kind of went more of the, the TV route and, and created my own high production shows. But I got to say, it's been great for building relationships. I made a lot of money from podcasting, but in ways most people don't know in the back end deals. I haven't actually ever taken sponsorship for podcasting, but excited to share my wisdom today and hopefully give you guys some ideas how to leverage your podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Love that. And I would... I would totally be remiss uh, anytime I see Sean Anthony come to hang out with us here. I would totally be remiss if I didn't give Sean the opportunity to come up here on stage because he's got so much wisdom, so much knowledge, so much expertise to add to this conversation. Sean, how about a quick intro, man, and then we're going to jump right into it. What's up, Steve? You know, anytime you're doing anything, you know, I'm touching down. Got to show love, man. I'm actually traveling a little bit. So real quick intro about me, man. I'm a celebrity podcaster. I've interviewed a lot of big names, a lot of people you may have heard of, from New York Times bestselling authors like Seth Golden, all the way down to Beyonce's dad, Matthew Knowles. And, and what I do now is I help entrepreneurs build a brand 
through podcasting. So excited to be here. Any way I can add value to this conversation. And I love that that title, right? How to make real money for your podcast. So I'll be reminisced if I didn't give you guys one tip. Uh, one of the best ways I've made a lot of money with podcasting is running my own infomercial back to me. So literally, you can be listening to our show. I don't care what guest it is. I don't care if it's a solo episode. There's going to be a moment right around that two-minute mark where we're going to you know, do our own commercial talking about you know, how you can learn more, whether it's joining our Patreon community or whether it's how you can set up going coaching one-on-one with me. So definitely love this topic, love this room, and, and always Club Pod got my support. Glad to be here, bro. Man, that is a huge tip right out of the gate. Thanks for that, Sean. So let, let, let's do this. Um, let's circle it around. So let me ask the first question. Uh, James, how about if you ask the second question, and then Ron, why don't you ask the third question, and we'll go from there. So let's follow on that theme, because we're talking about how to make real money from your podcast, okay? The question of the moment then is, to Sean's point and to Sean's tip, if you had one tip that perhaps might fly underneath the radar or perhaps it's just common sense. Doesn't really matter because oftentimes, as we know, common sense ain't common sense. So share one tip in terms of how you can make real money from your podcast and where you think that biggest opportunity is for podcasters and or just uh, for you. Maybe 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 it's something you've done that no one else is is really doing. So why don't we just circle it around, you guys? Uh, just do the pull to refresh so you can see the order here. Start with James, and then uh, and then I'll add something all the way at the end, and then James, fire off the next question. Yeah, love it, Steve. Well, the first thing I think people need to do, it's one tip that is not just for podcasting. It's for literally everything. It's to focus on relationships. So we live in a very noisy world where people are increasingly time poor. You've got about a second to capture people's attention, and as a result of that, people are taking that transaction mentality to everything that they're doing. But a lot of people on this panel, particularly Brandon and I and Ronsley as well, we're very, very, very focused on relationships. So anytime someone comes on my podcast as a guest, I make sure I do a whole bunch of research beforehand so I know the material better than they do. So I've had a number of the highest level people who I've had on my show, number one New York Times bestselling authors and and other very well-known people comment to me that I know the material better than they do. And as a result of that, they're willing to keep in touch. So I say, I ask them rather, what's the best way to do that? So then once you have those people in your phone, there's an opportunity for you then to um, connect with them in a whole bunch of different ways. So I actually send all of them a copy of their book and a letter from me to basically say how much I appreciate them taking the time to do that and be on my show. And everyone's focusing on the transaction. What can I get from someone right now? And I'm focused on what can I give you right now? And then an opportunity comes up where if I need them for something that also aligns with their mission, they're going to jump at it with both hands. And as a result of that, that's how I'm focused on a million dollars down the track rather than $10 today. And Brandon and I were literally talking this morning. I mean, there was a person who had me on their show recently and at time of booking, there was a a form to fill out that said, tick this box if you promise to, like, do you promise to share this podcast on social media? It's like, I don't even know you. Wouldn't you put that energy into trying to create a really organic relationship with that person? And then if you have that good connection, that person will do anything for you. So that was a really bad taste right out right, right out of the gate uh, for that podcast. So I think people need to focus on the relationship side, which can lead to a whole bunch of amazing opportunities that you don't even know about through the seeds that you plant with that relationship rather than that quick transaction right now. 
really, really good. Holly? So um, kind of going in the same vein as where James went, um, I have actually found that the relationships that I have made through podcasting are maybe um, a little bit benefiting as an individual, but also for B2B. So, you know, when I have my podcast, I really do make my relationship with each person and I read their book cover to cover, or I study the work that they're doing and the articles that have been written. And I think just that thorough investigation and then getting on the podcast and spending time with them, um, it's actually, I've, I've actually had like a couple people um, ask me to come on board uh, and work or advise in, in respect to where they are. So it's sort of like that strange little money stream that maybe you don't anticipate when you get into podcasting. Um, the other side of that is, you know, there is the individual side where, um, you know, you create a direct relationship with this person and it leads to other things. It leads to the opportunity to facilitate connections uh, between different companies, which I actually have ended up doing as well. So for me, the 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 making of real money has been like a, a, a circuitous path, but um, one that has benefited, I think, everybody involved. So again, a, a another stamp hashtag on relationships there. That's really, really good. Rons? Yeah. Um... I think uh, I'm not going to go down the same vein of relationships because uh, you all know how I feel about relationships. Um, one of the things for for anyone with a podcast, I suppose, from an like making money perspective, one of the hardest things for artists because I'm the artist that had to learn to market, like not the other way around. Uh, and and one of the one of the hardest things is to have an audience and know who your audience is. So straight off the bat, like I think just in general, knowing exactly who your audience is and who else has your audience, like who has your audience that has no competitive overlap with what you do uh, is like one of the basic things to actually serving that audience because um, a lot of the times we want to make the impact and uh, we want to look good while we make the impact and uh, and we want to serve everyone. But in that in that when it comes to audience, unfortunately, and podcasting, it's like you have to really focus on who you're serving because then you can also start to attract the right people that care about the same conversations and then the relationships develop around that. And, and, and then you're having more empathy for where they are at as opposed to where you think they should be. So uh, that's what I have to add to that. Yeah, really good, man. All right, Faith? Yeah, the one thing that I've learned over and over again from every podcaster uh, before I started to actually dive into the monetary side of it is kind of like what Ronza said, but the engagement and connection that you make with your audience. You have to build this community for them to trust you before they're ever going to buy anything from you, purchase anything from you in any way, shape or form. So if they don't trust you, they can go get you from somebody else. And that's really what it is. So bringing your authentic self forward is always going to create that bond so that when you do have this, you know, actionable thing that you have placed in front of you, 
you can give it to people and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, $500, $5, it, it doesn't matter. They're going to want to help support you and do what you want to do in doing what you want to do so that you can come back and give back. That's basic and simple, but it's, I feel like it's the most highly prioritized thing that should be happening when you're starting a podcast. And even as you continue to grow your podcast. Yeah, really, really great. Anna? Hey, yeah, I think, you know, the, 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 the biggest advice when I started the fitness confidential podcast with Vinny Tortorich back in 2012, and he didn't know how to turn on a computer and we were doing three episodes a week. Uh, it, it took several years. Cause I, I told him, I was like, let's grow this thing organically. Like, don't be afraid. Just keep your day job. We will grow it, but it's going to take time. So I think letting things marinate and breathe and finding your audience organically is really important. And then as we all know, there's so many aspects to go into being, you know, being yourself and being authentic and providing good content, all those X factor things have to all kind of come together and they will. And it sometimes it takes a little while for your podcast to find a voice. So then when you are ready to start to monetize, I've actually found one of the fastest way to monetize ways to monetize was that for example, we mentioned an olive oil company where I had stayed on the property several years prior and I just talked about them and we talked about them all the time. And then finally I was like, let me email them. I'm going to email them and be like, hey guys, uh, we talk about your olive oil on the show. How about a sponsorship? And just email them and ask. And there's been plenty. And they said yes. And they have been a sponsor for ever since, probably like seven years now. And I think that like, there's also been many emails that people haven't responded to. Well, guess what? I, I don't want to talk about your product anymore. Now I'm to the point where uh, I want to make sure that if I'm mentioning a product, I A, have to love, love, love it because my audience needs to trust me. And B, uh, I want them to pay me. So, but when we started out, that wasn't happening. We were just naturally talking about stuff and that's fine. And, and you should, by the way, like I'm not saying, you know, be be uh, uh, restrictive about that, especially when you're getting started. But um Oh, there was one with Schmidt's deodorant where I emailed them and then they're like, yeah, let's do it. And then I was like, oh my God, great. And we started just doing ads for them without even having an agreement in place. And then it all kind of imploded. And I was like, ah, like I was so frustrated. But then for example, Squatty Potty, I think I tweeted at them and I was like, I love your product. Consider uh, being a sponsor of the podcast. And this is back when, again, when we were kind of just a couple years into it, we don't have the audience that we have today. And you'll find brands that are open to it of things that you naturally love. So that would be like a quick way, I think, to try to go after sponsorships. And you can find email addresses, you can find the head of the marketing department, or sometimes the CEO will just write you back. And uh, don't be afraid to do that and to reach out to people. Uh, most of the time you'll get ignored, and then sometimes it'll work out. Yeah, I love that. Great. Byron? Um, is this, so what's the question, sorry? <laughs> the question is, <laughs> I was going to come up with something really witty, but I think Anna actually probably come, could, could have come up with something better on the spot than I could have. The question is one I mean, tip my, for making real money with be... your podcast that either the world knows about or doesn't, but with something that you've been leveraging. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously relationships, right? I'm, I'm, I'm close with Ronzi and James. So that's been ingrained into, into me for the past years. Um, but for me, I guess the way I'm looking at making money through the podcast is through the podcast, but not kind of through the podcast. So I've built a big following on TikTok using my podcast content. And so I'm kind of combining like an all-in-one sponsorship strategy. So instead of doing like, just bring, like do a 30 second ad roll, instead I'll get a company and I'll bring on their CEO and we'll do a whole episode with them and we'll hear about their story. And I was like saying to James, rather than sell the product, I want to sell the CEO's story 
and kind of sell that more. And so like do an all-in-one exclusive package where they come on the show, um, we promote them throughout the show, I get to hear about their story. I then create a whole bunch of videos from that, which you can promote on TikTok. I can give them access to all the videos I create so they can post that on their social media. So they get a bunch of content just by coming on the show. Um, and then also I'm kind of stacking a few other benefits. Like I'll email it to my database and um, give them priority on um, when the episode comes out. So that's kind of the strategy I'm heading into. I haven't seen too many other people do that strategy. If anyone knows about a strategy like that, I would love to connect and see how you're doing it because I'm, I'm new to it all. But that's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm up to when it comes to monetizing the podcast. Love it. All right, Brandon, let's wrap with you. And then uh, I'll, I'll give you a quick 30 seconds on my thoughts. And, uh, and then we'll do a quick reset here in the room for those that are just joining us. Brandon? Yeah, so I, I mean, you all said basically in a way what I was going to say, yeah, you got to create great value uh, relationships, how I utilize it. But I want to give two examples that are very specific. And some of you that have already heard it, sorry, you could hear it again. Um, one example is I had a guy on my show who was the, he had a magazine, Inventors Digest. And so he came on the show. I created a great experience. If you do your research, create a great interview, they won't forget you. The mic's off. And I said, Hey, if there's anything I do to support you, let me know. I told him about what I was doing. He said, well, Hey, maybe I'll put you in my magazine. I followed up. That's the key thing. Follow up to these people, build a relationship. And then he ended up putting me on the cover of his magazine, and which went out to a lot of people. So that was one win. The second win, which uh, was a long time ago, but what it was is I had John Lee Dumas on my podcast. And at the end of the show, I said, hey, I'm a crowdfunding expert. I've helped people raise money. I'd love to help you in any way that I can. He said, well, I'm actually thinking about doing this thing called the Freedom Journal. Long story short, uh, we launched the Freedom Journal five and a half months later. We did 453 grand in 33 days. That was a big uh, win that's, that really kind of pulled in my career. So the lesson here is at the end of the show when the mic's off, those are when the best deals happen. And, and also the next step is follow up, keep that relationship going. And I found out some of those people I interviewed five, six years ago, I'm doing business with today. So don't underestimate the power of when the mic is off and building that real relationship. Yeah, that's huge. Yo, Steve, yeah, I, Sean. Can I add something, Steve? Yeah, right. for sure. So I, I, I love what, what James has tapped on. Yo, first off, James, shout out to you. I saw you uh, interview my homie, Gabby Reese. She dope. Uh, just texted him not too long ago. Uh, but one thing I, I noticed, that, that's the real key, man, is in the relationships. I want you guys to think about where can you take the person you just spoke to? What other platforms you have that you can take them to? So one of the first ways I got my first brand deal, which was a big brand deal, is I had a guest on my show, uh, Gerard Adams at the time, built a relationship with him, had him on a podcast, and I said, you know what, I want to create a new series of my show. So my show's called School's Over Now What? I created a series that was just for Instagram only called Coronavirus Now What? So I started bringing on former people who have been on my show. So I brought on Gerard Adams to my, to my environment. But here's the thing, when you start crossing over platforms, you're going to start attracting their audience. But here is the hack. There's people that follow them, whether they be huge brands, uh, huge CEOs, and now that you're taking them over to a different platform like Instagram Live, they're getting the opportunity to see what you have to offer, and that's what was happening. People were seeing, you know, the dialogue, the, the charisma, the vibe, and they wanted to pour into it and endorse it. And that's one of the quickest ways to get a brand deal is cross over to different platforms, not only just Instagram Live, but I've been able to create these virtual conferences. You know, there's a lot of New York Times best-selling authors right now who can't go into Barnes & Noble and have a huge conference. But they can do a virtual conference. You can show them love and cross over that way. So that's a huge tip I just want to add on to it. 
Yeah, that's really, really, really good. Um, and, and let me throw one more out at you. This is uh, something that my buddy Doug Sandler, who's got a show called The Nice Guys on Business, uh, first taught me, a, I don't know, maybe about two or three years ago. And then we worked together on a uh, on an intensive called Launch Your Podcast, where we take people from zero to launch in a couple of days. Uh, and one of the things that we taught, and, and this was one of uh, his best strategies for making real money with your podcast, uh, and, and I love this and leverage this to this day, is, is the whole thinking's around guest equals client. And, and a lot of people then don't necessarily think about their podcast in that way, in terms of bringing people onto the show that they actually see as prospects that they want to turn into clients. So if you think about it from the standpoint of bring somebody on who you admire, but they have a particular problem, they've got pain, they got something going on that you can help them solve. You solve that live on air and you take it, if you're thinking about a marathon and it goes to you know 26.2 miles, if you take it to, let's say, mile number three, where you really help them and you get them out of that immediate pain, the Lisa Sasevich PSPSPS formula, the problem, solution, problem, solution, problem, solution formula means that even if you take them to mile three, what ends up happening is that opens up new problems. So you can really, really help them on the show. And then as a call to action at the end, once you're offline or you have a meeting afterwards, whatever it might be, you can just say, look, we got to this point and I hope that was helpful for you. I hope it demonstrated how my expertise can do X, Y, and Z for you. Would you be interested in our doing the whole thing, right? Taking on the whole enchilada with us and our doing everything from mile three through mile 26.2, right? So that's one thing that you can do. The other thing that you can do is you can then say to the audience, hey, if you liked what I did here for, you know, for, for Brandon, and by the way, Brandon, we should totally talk about this crowdfunding thing. But if you liked what I did here, you know, for Brandon, then reach out for me and let's have a call and let's talk about how me or let's talk about how my organization can help you attain similar results and solve a particular problem, right? So it, it, it basically allows you to kill two birds with one stone. So not only can you turn that guest into a client, but then you can model how good you are at what you do. And anybody who is listening could then also be a potential prospect. So just some things to think about there. All right, let's let's do a quick reset of the room. Welcome everybody, especially those who are joining us for the first time here in Club Pod. If this is your first time joining us, welcome, welcome. Put your thumb on that little greenhouse at the top, please. And make sure that you join us as a member of Club Pod. If you have been here before, then welcome back. And it's good to have you here in Club Pod. If you got the little popper symbol next to you there on the bottom left, then welcome to Clubhouse altogether. And I will tell you that one of the things that you will hear us say is PTR, or pull to refresh, which means you take your little thumb and you pull it down and get that little spinny dally thing at the top. And hopefully all of Clubhouse won't crash like it did yesterday. But that'll give you an understanding of who is in the room and how the stage has changed. And we're going to open this up for questions uh, as well. So welcome to Club Pod. Please make sure you put your little thumb on that greenhouse there and join us if you are not yet a member of Club Pod. Uh, This is a club that we started as, uh, I don't want to say an offshoot of, but certainly in complement to Podcast Magazine. I am the founder and editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine as a way of saying thank you for hanging out with us here in Club Pod. If you're not yet a subscriber, you can just go to clubpod.club. It's a private backdoor link where you can grab a free lifetime subscription 
to the magazine. We'd love for you to join us on that journey. Uh, and we're also hanging out with our friends from We Are Podcast. And so James uh, and Ronsley, wh- why don't you guys talk just, just briefly about that? Um, I don't want to turn this into a commercial by any stretch, but I do want people to be aware of, of what's going on uh, with We Are Podcast because I am a keynote speaker there. And I'm super impressed with everything that you guys have done uh, with We Are Podcast. And I want to make sure that the Club Pod community knows about We Are Podcast. So how about a, a, a little overview? And then it looks like Kate joined us up here on stage as well. So we'll give her a chance uh, to say hello. And then lastly, please make sure you're following everybody up here on stage. Put your little thumb on their faces, their cute little faces. Give them a follow. Hit that bell so you get notified when they go live, when we go live, when Copag goes live, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but James, Ronsley, why don't you talk uh, briefly about We Are Podcast, when it is, what it is, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. And you're absolutely crushing it in the podcast game. So we're honored that you're speaking at the event on the 18th and 19th of February, which because of the time difference is the 19th and 20th of February in Australia. So you can go to wearepodcast.com and use promo code PODMAG. PODMAG and you'll get a 30% off any ticket that you choose. Anyone who comes along gets more than $7,000 worth of bonuses. So there's a whole bunch of amazing things that we've got there. We've got some incredible speakers. We're going to be showing you primarily how you can make money from your podcast. So this is, uh, we've had people from more than 20 countries who've attended our events in the last last seven months and they're always a really good time because we're so results oriented that everything we do is actioned in real time so that's the benefit of attending live Uh, there's an opportunity to obviously get replays as well but the, the benefit of attending live is that you can ask questions related to your unique circumstances and you can action things in real time while also having an opportunity to connect with all of the other amazing people who are going to be there so we've got more than 100 people who have registered for that event so it's going to be super exciting uh rons what would you like to add to, to we are podcast <laughs> uh yeah thanks for thanks for that i uh, i started we are podcast in 2015 and it's it's crazy how it's changed so much uh in, in 2015 it was the first podcasting conference uh in australia and um and it's it used to happen once a year and i used to basically have an excuse to fly my friends to australia and we used to hang out and basically that's the real advantage of attending we are podcast is the relationships the people you meet so we've just translated that uh over the last uh 12 months not even 12 months i think nine months um into a virtual experience where we it's not about you getting a bigger to-do list and just having all this content it's actually about you getting stuff done there we want you to actually get confident in achieving stuff like for example we've got keynotes that are covering you know monetizing your voice and getting paid for people to listen to you uh and and how to create an audio course from there we've got a five dollar a day uh facebook ad funnel and actually putting that into your uh, like workshop with worksheets for you to actually implement that to get more listeners. So, and a lot of clubhouse stuff, obviously clubhouse and podcasting is very related. So more from the, from the content perspective is like, you know, we're there for, as a workshop, it's not a conference. And I think that's probably the big distinction. So if I can just say one thing, so I, I, I know James and Ronsley uh, very well, but I, I spoke at we are podcasts. I was, during the pandemic and I think a couple times now, but I gotta say it is the best fucking event for podcasters. It was so well done for in terms as a, a speaker, they treated me so well. And, and just in terms of professional, how I was set up 
And then even as a listener, I actually looped into some of the talks, you get connected with the most legit podcasters. So if you guys are thinking about it, it's definitely worth it. Um, I've never seen anything like it. I've, I've probably spoke at, I don't know, 40 virtual events this past year. And it is by far the best event I've spoke at. So kudos, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it is a top of the line event. I appreciate you guys being here and, and extending that here for the Club Pod family. Uh, do me a favor, everybody. Hit that plus sign at the bottom of your screen right now. Invite some people in. This is some real high-level discussion going on here around how to make real money from your podcast. And so if you know somebody who wants to start a show, if you know somebody who has a show and wants to grow it, this is the place to be right now. I guarantee you that one tip from this panel, from this stage here, could literally change the trajectory of your business and your podcast in 2021 and moving forward. So hit that plus button, plus sign there, plus button at the bottom. Bring some people in. Let's really blow this up. Let's get Kate the microphone. So let me throw it over to you, Kate, because I want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. And how you doing? Hello. Thank you so much. And thanks for Ronsley for inviting me into the room. I spoke at We Are Podcast in 2016 and I fell over on stage, but it was still one of the best events I've ever been to. And I highly recommend it. I'm going to go and sign up after this because I didn't realize it was so soon. So yes, I have three podcasts, um, all of which were created as kind of a funnel into my products and courses. So I have the podcast, it then leads to a Facebook group, which leads to an email funnel, which leads to selling, you know, a $2,000 course or a $1,000 membership. Uh, but recently, talking about making money, yesterday I actually just scored a sponsor for my podcast. I've had one before. My podcast is a little bit niche. It's about SEO, but it has a lot of, you know, not a lot of downloads in your great scheme of things, probably about half a million over the last couple of years. So it's niche for some big brands but for seo software brands it's ideal and i just managed to get a deal with that so not only is it making me money for my business but i've managed to get a little bit of extra income there with a sponsorship package that i kind of created a bespoke package with other bits like you know you can be featured in my facebook group you can have an ad here blah 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 so uh, you know one of the things i think that puts people off sponsorship is that they don't have the downloads you don't necessarily need them if your podcast is quite targeted so yeah, yeah. that's me Love that. And, um, and, and just to that end, a, a little bit going down a different path. And then, and James, I'll turn it over to you. And, and, and by the way, if, if, if you want us to just open it up for questions, I'm happy to do that as well, James or Ron. So just let me know what you want to do. Um, but one of the things that I really do encourage everyone to think about here in terms of the conversation around how to make real money from your podcast is selling the damn thing. Okay. I don't, I don't know how many of you guys realize that your podcast is an asset which has real value to the right buyer. And, and I'm not just talking in theory. We started a show called Beyond Eight Figures. Beyond Eight Figures was designed to help me build my Rolodex because I was trying to raise money for a real estate slash tech play uh, in, in 2019, 2020 that never came to fruition, but I wanted to build up my Rolodex. So that was the thinking behind, let me start the show where I'm going to sit down with entrepreneurs who have either exited from their business for more than $10 million or are currently running businesses that gross more than $10 million annually because, number one, they probably have money, or number two, they know people who do, right? So that was the thinking. And about a year and a half later, 
with less than 80,000 downloads total, we sold that podcast for more than six figures. Okay. So really want you to think about the fact that your podcast is an asset and you don't have to have a ridiculous number of downloads in order to make real money from it, building it and selling it. There are some things, of course, that you need to think about doing, and this is not the time or the place for that conversation. But I will tell you that a lot of podcasters, mm, let me just put it to you this way, underestimate the value of what it is that they've created. And I will tell you as, as a concrete example, if you look at what Spotify did with Joe Rogan, yeah, on the surface, it's like, man, okay, he made a lot of money. But at the same token, 190 million downloads a month with an acquisition cost of $100 million? Spotify got a freaking steal all day long. And, and perhaps that's a conversation for another day and, and we'll go down that path. All right, so think about your podcast in terms of, hey, I can make real money from this, not only in terms of sponsors and like Kate said, moving in product programs and relevant services, but the thing itself is an asset that is very, very saleable. So you got to think about it from with, uh, with a built-to-sell mentality. And that's a, that's a conversation for another day. James? Yeah, Steve, it's just so... I, I love all the stuff you just shared then and, and totally agree. Uh, just to touch on some of the things that other people have mentioned as well, is that anytime I go on a show as a guest or someone who comes on my show, I'm asking them, what are your goals for 2021? And so many people are busy trying to sell, sell, sell and focus again on that transaction side. But you should never do that to someone unless you're clear about the problem that they're facing. So by asking people, what are your goals for 2021? It opens up the doors to, for you to probe even deeper, ask more and more questions. Again, here, the objective is to help that other person as much as possible. And maybe you're not the best person to give them that help. Maybe you can give them a solution through someone else that you know. But at the end of the day, your job is to create transformation for as many people as possible. And you facilitate that by asking questions and gaining a lot of clarity on where those people are at. And if you can do that with enough people, it comes back to being an activity game and eventually anything that you want can happen as a result of, of doing Yeah. Love that. For some reason you got muted there right at the end, but I think you were finished with, uh, with your thoughts. So let me do this. Let me, let me just ask you, James or Ron, did you, did you want to throw a question out to the panel or should we open it up to help others uh, and, and leverage the stage, you know, our, the panelists expertise? You guys tell me, which, which do you want to do in this moment? Would love to help others. That would yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. So, so if you're new to Club Pod, this is not a requirement, but one of the things that we love when you do is show some love to the club while you're here in Club Pod. How do you do that? Well, take a screenshot of the Club Pod image, change over your profile picture, even while you're just here hanging out with us in Club Pod, right? We just love it. We love when people show love for the club. So, change over your profile image. I'm going to do the pull to refresh which means I'm gonna see the new images that come up. And if you change over your image while you're here to Club Pod, showing some love to the club, those are the people that we're gonna bring up first. Not mandatory, but I will say that typically, a lot of people do it and, and we're not gonna go here for hours and hours and hours. So if you wanna come up, that's a great way for us to see you. And those are the people that we will bring up first. But again, not mandatory, let me open up the hand raising Right now, I will do the pull to refresh, see if you guys are showing some love to the club. Again, which we appreciate, raise your hand. And you've got an all-star panel here of folks who want to help you 
make real money from your podcast. So let me go ahead and I will open this up right now to everyone. And if you have a question, just go Hit ahead us with and some fire curveballs, away. people. Say it again. Anything you need, let us know. I'm saying. Yep. Yep. Help, uh, people can hit us with some curveballs. Yep. We're all up here to help. Even Byron, who's, who's very, very modest, he's absolutely crushing it on the TikTok game, and it's got a whole bunch of things for young people. So I feel like we've got pretty much every category covered here. So, uh, yeah, excited to hear these questions and, and help out as Ron's like said. Yeah, for sure. And please go ahead and mute yourself. This is your first time hanging out on a stage. Just mute yourself as soon as you come up. That would be appreciated. Neil, let's go to you, my friend. First off, Steve, thanks so much for Podcast Magazine. I was featured in it back in December, thanks to Eric Nevins, and uh, just really love the work you're doing over there. Appreciate that. And, question, and hold on real quick, Neil, if I can just ask the other moderators not to bring people up right now, let me go ahead and do that, just only because we'll end up with too many on the stage, and I don't know how long we're going to be able to go. So let's just let's just keep it right now. I will do that for now. Um, but Neil, please keep, uh, keep complimenting me. <laughs> please go ahead. <laughs> will do, Steve. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's easy to do, to be honest with you. You do a lot of amazing stuff for podcasters, and I'm grateful for that uh, as, a, as a podcaster. So my question for the panel, and, and honestly, I'm not even sure who to direct this to, so I'm just going to make whoever wants to share kind of thing. But uh, I have gotten sponsors in the past from small businesses, but is there maybe a better avenue to go for maybe like a bigger corporation even though it may take more time what are your thoughts on that who wants to take that one on i mean I I, oh sorry sorry and go for it oh I, I, well i i was speaking earlier about approaching uh smaller brands and i i'm a huge fan of that only because uh when you work through a larger corporation this is not to say you shouldn't work through a larger corporation they're just going to have more channels uh of people to say no to you uh, and plus, being a small business slash entrepreneur person myself, I like to work with other businesses and, and you know, a rising tide raises all ships kind of mentality. So uh, and, and not to dissuade you at all from, you know, go to Coca-Cola if they're your perfect sponsor. Uh, but you might find that it's just easier to kind of scale up with a brand as they grow because you're helping them grow. I mentioned an olive oil company that we started with because I've known them for years because uh, I buy them and I've, I've stayed at their property before. So I knew them and I approached them and we help them for years now stay sold out. And in fact, I am always like, why do they keep renewing with us? Because they, we, they, we have enough long tail with our podcasts in the, in the, in the past that like they would just continue to be sold out for years. So I'm a huge fan of looking at the small to medium businesses, especially when you're starting out and, and, uh, Again, not to say that you don't want to go for the bigger ones and definitely keep that as part of like your, you know, your long shot prospectus, but uh, focus on brands that are emerging and growing because you're going to get, you're going to get, first of all, to the decision maker faster and you can also grow with them and kind of raise your prices as you go along with them. And I know we're just talking about sponsorship, but I just wanted to throw that out there as like a devil's advocate thing. Great. Anybody else? Yeah, love it. I can just add something to that, Anna. Uh, I, I think, Neil, really, really important question. And, and I feel like so many people burn all of their energy. We've only got so much energy each day and each week. 
Uh, people are burning so much energy trying to find random sponsors for their show. So anything that I do, I try and leverage my personal networks as much as possible on the condition that it's a win-win for everyone involved. So when you're able to do exactly what Anna said and then also find people in your personal network who could potentially be a great fit and give you a personal introduction to a decision maker at that company or at that brand, or maybe they are the decision maker themselves. And that only comes from going out there and meeting a whole bunch of different people and being specific about what you want and potentially even calling in favors from friends. I'm a big fan of getting, if, if you have an important goal, I'm a huge fan of getting four, five or six people who are your closest friends. And you say to them, look, I just need an hour of your time. Let's jump on a Zoom call or meet up. Here is the very specific requests that I need help with right now and have the the brain power of four, five or six people rather than going it alone and make sure you can go around to everyone in the group to help them out with whatever they need to be done. And focus on a long-term play with those sponsors when you do get them on board. You don't want to be constantly rechecking um, the metrics and things as to what they want. If it's like, oh, you promised this after one episode, then they're going to be pissed off. You're going to be pissed off. It's not good for anyone. So and figure out what you can do to add more value to them outside of the usual metrics like number of listeners or or click-throughs that you might have promised. Like Byron mentioned a really great thing earlier that he's doing is offering them really great video content that they can use as video assets. That's a deliverable. It's very, very clear on that he can easily deliver on. So um, that's just a few of my thoughts. Yeah, Neil, helpful? Oh, absolutely. Tremendously helpful. Thank you guys so much for being here and providing such value. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. And um, and you said you were featured in the magazine. Which issue were you featured in? And what, uh, what's the name of the show again? So I was featured in the December issue, and my show is called Other People's Shoes. Nice. Nice. Just out of curiosity, did, it, uh, did you see a bump? Did it impact you in any way? How, how, what, I'm just curious what happened for you. I'm always curious what happens for the podcasters who are featured. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I do believe I did see some increase in in uh, numbers and engagements and things of that nature. And really, I'm grateful for Eric Nevins. He was the one that did the article on on my show. It was called uh, Under the Radar, and so I was fe- featured in the spiritual uh, spirituality and religion section yeah. or religious section, I believe. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, very cool on that. All right, Neil. Thanks, man. We'll let you jump. And uh, let's go over to Melissa. If you can just start with your question, that's probably going to be easiest for us. Hi. Hi, Steve. Can you hear me? Oh, yep. Awesome. Thank you so much, first of all, for having Club Pod. This is amazing. I feel like every time (laughs) I want to be on here, like 24-7, it is a serious case of FOMO. You are adding tremendous value to all of us, so I greatly appreciate that. Um, My question, I think, would be, I know everybody kind of went all around the room and kind of gave their best tips, but if there was an unconventional way um, that hasn't been mentioned yet about monetizing your podcast, I would definitely love to hear. I think Brandon um, had mentioned something that was maybe something that I hadn't thought of before. Um, So if any of you guys had done something, you know, I'm, I'm an early podcaster, just started in 2020. So that would be my question. So I'll I'll first jump in. Uh, I, I I've so a lot of other people in the room here have have made money through sponsorship. I never took sponsorship. Um, the first thing, and I just want to give you some tips because if you're just starting, here's some good ideas that most people overlook. 
the first thing is you can promote your own things. I mean, doing it in the right way, but as you build your audience and you build a relationship with them, they'll buy your own offerings. And so I had sold courses. I direct them to my events, whatever it may be. But the biggest thing, and it's more of a long game, but if you can create a really good experience for your guests and you can do your research. And, and when I started out, I did all in per person interviews because it's like the ultimate thing. Obviously it's a little different now with COVID, but if you can create a great experience and wow them, they will not forget you and you have this bond with each other. And if you can find ways to work together and do business, that's what I did. I build connections with the people that are on my show. And now I do it with people when I go on their show and I find ways we can collaborate together. That for me has been the most uh, financially uh, powerful thing I've done in podcasting. And so just one thing for you to think about until you get to the level where you can get the paid sponsors. So those are my thoughts. Thank you. Can I jump, yeah, can I jump sure. in here? Please. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've only recently got a sponsor, and, and it, it was kind of luck, not not kind of designed, to be honest. I think for me, just making a really low cost digital product that supports your uh, podcast. So for me, my podcast is about SEO. I made a very simple SEO checklist, and then a very simple little micro course. Not a price that's going to break the bank. Uh, very aligned with what my audience wants and the problems that I was solving. And you know, yeah, I don't push it. I don't like have pre-roll ads and mid-roll ads for my own products. But at the end, you know, when I'm finishing up, I say, you know, go and join my group on Facebook, or if you want to take this first small step. So give people a you know, a free small step by all means, but give people something small to buy. You'll often find that people actually want to give back. I am always surprised by people that like, oh, wow, you give away so much free content. That's so good of you. And I'm like, I don't even think of it that way. I do my podcast because I love it and it educates me and I love talking to my guests. And of course it's a funnel, but people often want to give back and, and you know, buy something small from you. So, that you know, I'm often buying I listened to uh, Criminal and I went and bought like a little mug from Criminal just because I wanted to give back to the podcast that's given me so much pleasure. So don't underestimate the fact that people do want to give you something back. So make something that they can buy that's not going to break the bank. Yeah, I love that. Melissa, helpful? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Good. I was good. just going to chime in and say one more thing. One Please, thing Anna. Vinny and I did early on before we had any sponsorships or anything like that, before we had our own products or, or movies and books to sell, we uh, did, we were, this is before pa uh, Patreon too. I was going to say Patreon. I don't know why. Uh, I, I, I pronounce things correctly for a living, yet I don't pronounce them correctly. Um, Patreon, we did something called Superfans. And we would say, because we were a fitness podcast, and we would say like, hey, if you've lost 30 pounds, consider going on our Superfan donation link and donating 30 bucks and we would, you know, or, or you could do a regular thing. If, if this is working for you, if you're off of your type two diabetes medication, consider going on and doing five bucks a month. Uh, cause imagine the money you're saving. You don't have to pay for your insulin or whatever. We would just kind of get creative with the super fan donation link. And it's still very active to this day. And there's still people who have given monthly for literally years. So that's something you can do early on when you've established trust and, uh, good results with your audience. Thank Love you. That. All right, Melissa, thanks for hanging out with us. Let us kick it over to the doctor, Dr. Lola. Hi, Steve. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me on stage. I have a podcast called uh, Let's Talk About Medical Cannabis with Dr. O. 
aspire this podcast to educate uh, people about the potential health benefits of uh, plant medicine, especially cannabis. Uh, but the challenge is uh, having uh, a show that is kind of, you're not really able to promote it as you want to because of the restrictions that is uh, on all the social platforms. So what is your advice as far, how do you go about that? Because right now I'm literally sponsoring everything and I do do a solo show. So it's like you have to spend so much time with the content. And I love doing it because I'm also not, I'm a clinical pharmacist by profession. So I'm not just talking about cannabis. I'm talking more about disease states, and uh so doc your question is how do you get more visibility on what you're doing when you can't advertise it basically exactly yeah yeah um i mean look the the reality of the situation is that there are lots of shows that are talking about this particular subject right so the best way to get people to listen to your show is to go on other people's shows like there's no other way around it so start making friends with the gatekeepers who are the gatekeepers that literally have your most ideal prospects, your most ideal listeners already in their audience? And make friends with them, pitch them in a way that you're demonstrating that you can add real value to that audience and for that conversation. And, you know, people who listen to podcasts, listen to podcasts. So I don't even think you need to advertise and worry about advertising when you have so many options right there in front of you that are free of charge you just got to come up with a really good pitch. And I mean, that's that's something that we're exceptional at helping people do. I mean, we've been doing this for years at the New Media Summit where we, people come there and they pitch and they get, you know, they pitch leading podcasters and get booked on the spot. So like, that's that's our bread and butter. But I'll, I'll just simply say that the, the odds of you're getting booked without a, a really great compelling pitch, fairly slim. But you're super smart. You're super knowledgeable. You're super capable. And you have deep expertise in this subject. You are a subject matter expert. There's no reason at all with the right pitch that you couldn't get booked on a ton of shows. And they don't always have to be cannabis shows, right? There are lots of types of shows that would love to have you on given the expertise that you have. I mean, just look at Rogan, right? Just create the best pitch for Rogan and, you're, and you will never have a shortage of listeners ever again. Okay, my uh, other question, do you have an agency that I could contact about that? Because I don't mind, I just need uh, help putting everything together. Apart from the podcast... Yeah, you can, DM, you can DM me. I'll, I'll, I'm okay. not going to make this into a commercial for them here, but just DM me and yeah. I'll, I'll turn you on to them. And I'm, 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 I, we don't sit in the middle of that. I'll just turn you on to them. Okay, thanks, Steve. You're welcome. Yeah, James. just on that, Steve, as well. Medicinal uh, marijuana, like it's a, it's a tough one with Facebook with how strict they are on the advertising because they can also crawl your website, not just the ad. So it can be, it can be very, very challenging for that. There's a good friend of mine who's got a product. It's called the Wanador. It's like a cigar box for weed, and he just hasn't been able to promote that anywhere on social media because of the, um, the restrictions. So then it just comes right back to the relationships. And there's a quote that I want to share here for everyone, which I think is really, really important. It's from Charlie Munger and it says, show me the incentive and I will show you the outcome. Show me the incentive and I will show you the outcome. So Steve, you're talking about having the right pitch. Like if you can craft the perfect pitch personalized for that audience who you know are going to either have you on their show or blow it up to their audience, like create that incentive for them and the outcome will take care of itself. 
Beautifully said. Yeah, absolutely beautifully said. All right, let's do this. Um, I want to end this episode of Reinvention Radio because we've been recording and I want to get this over to my crew so we can get the word out quickly about what you guys are doing because it's coming up so fast here. So I really want to make sure that we get as many of you guys over to We Are Podcast as humanly possible uh, before we end this uh, this podcast edition. And uh, we'll bring some more people up here in a second. But before we uh, end this podcast edition here of Reinvention Radio and then we continue the conversation on Clubhouse here on Club Pod. Rons, James, anything that you want to add uh, just in terms of a summation around this conversation so we can end the podcast edition and then we'll continue the conversation here on Club Pod. Yeah, I'm just, uh, first of all, I want to say to, uh, thank you for, I think, legit- legitimizing uh, the industry, Steve, with the magazine. Podcast magazine by far has probably <laughs> been one of those things that has like people have started to take notice. It's a, it's a thing that uh, <laughs> we've been uh, we've been uh, trying to let people know for a while, uh, but obviously, I just want to give um, I want to recognize that there are people who have been doing this for a long time, like the Cliff Ravenscrofts and in you know the Dave Jacksons and the and the Rob Greenleys and yourself, Steve. Like I've been doing it for way longer, and I've been learning from you guys. So for for us, we are podcast is. Um, is just the evolution of of all the foundations that 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 you all have have laid for us. So we just want to make sure that we create an event that actually gives people a skill, as opposed to give people more uh, information. There's enough information out there. Uh, there's enough. Uh, you know, you can Google anything you want. You can be here. You can listen to podcasts. But if you really want to get a skill, um, that's what we're focusing on at We Are Podcast and. Um, Thank you very much for this uh, this publicity. We we really appreciate you, Steve. Yeah, well, I love what you guys are doing to elevate the industry as well. James, anything to add to that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I totally echo what uh, what Ron's has said. So Steve, you're doing an amazing job with everything in the podcasting industry, and we're just so grateful that you've uh, helped facilitate this today. And also just to address a, a limiting belief that people on this clubhouse room right now might have around wanting to make money from your show. There is nothing wrong with wanting to make money from your show. So again, you've started this podcast as something you're passionate about or a problem that you really want to solve. So if you are able to crack that code to be able to monetize your passion and sustain your podcast, that is how you help a lot of people along the way. So constantly being focused on that transformation that you want to create for these people who are out there in the world. And a lot of that starts with you being able to have the resources to look after yourself first. So if anyone wants to go and attend this event on the 18th and 19th of February, you can go to wearepodcast.com. I'll be speaking, Ronsley will be speaking, uh, Steve will be speaking, Byron, Holly, we've got a whole bunch of amazing people who are going to be there. Kate as well. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch of of awesome speakers who'll be there to help you in real time. So you can use code PODMAG to get 30% off your ticket. And we hope to see you there. Awesome. Boom. Boom. Exactly. Just like that. All right. So we're going to wrap up this podcast edition here of Reinvention Radio, hanging out with the team from We Are Podcast, how to make real money from your podcast. And that's really a, a huge theme of We Are Podcast. So definitely check it out. I will be there and, uh, and many, many others will be there speaking. All right. We're going to leave it there. Join us in Club Pod in the future. Uh, and just to be clear, don't go away. If you're hanging out here with us in Club Pod, my Reinvention Radio folks, I will talk to you guys next time here on Reinvention Radio. 
You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit reinventionradio.com. Do you want to take a little moderation?